Welcome to the Kosafa Show with Mark Gleason and Nick Said. Welcome to this episode of the Kasafa Show in what's likely to be a massive week for the game on the continent with the Confederation of African Football Elections for both the President and the Executive Committee in Morocco on Friday. In the previous episode, we heard from the presidential candidate, Dr. Patrice Matsepe, as well as those from the Kasafa region running for the FIFA Council and CAF Exco seats. This time round, it's the turn of two candidates for the position of women's representative on the Exco. Kanizat Ibrahim from the Comores and Patricia Rajari Eisen from Madagascar to put forward their vision for the future of the game. But before that, we speak to Vela Kumalo, who's the coach of South Africa at under 17 level and who will be taking his team to the Africa Cup of Nations at under 17 level in Morocco on Thursday. They've been placed in what looks, on paper at least, a group of death at the finals. Coach, you've been drawn alongside Cameroon, Senegal, and Mali in Group C. You start with the latter. What was your reaction after the draw? And are you confident this is a pool that you can get out of and into the quarterfinals or the knockout phase? Yes, you know, this is what I've been saying. This has been our theme. We are, we are well aware of the powerhouse football countries that you are faced with. and But we just said to ourselves that we they have created their history and we want to make history. So we are well aware and the preparation are going well. We're looking forward to, to this interesting um, group. Now, you did exceptionally well to win the Kasafa men's under 17 championship in Nelson Mandela Bay in November, which served as the regional qualifier of this event. Have you kept the core of that squad for the finals in Morocco? Oh, yes, definitely. We we, we kept, uh, let's say, 85% of those boys um, because of uh, some uh, medical illness and stuff. And we had to let go of four of our players, which are key positions, but uh, we substituted them with equally good players as well. So, um, we keep in the most, uh, the 85% of this boys. Coach, can you tell us a bit about your, your build-up? I mean, how long have you been in camp? How much time will you have in camp? And what sort of preparation have you had here in South Africa? And then when you get to Morocco, uh, you're going to be there 10 days before your first game. What are you, what are you planning to do in the build-up? We are in the five days of our camp now, and we're doing mostly the logistics and which we are done with them. This is our second, our third session today. This morning, we just from the session. I can safely say that we are in the right track, considering the fact that we are still going to have time that side, at least just so that we can have two friendly games that we can have before the actual tournament. That would be great for us. Now, there's, there's often a sort of a mismatch in size, especially in junior football between South African players and their more physical opponents from the West and, and Central Africa. How will you, will you counter that? And, and does that kind of affect your, your game plan for the matches? Now it is actually a plus to say they are big, we are a little bit smaller, but we're playing a quick uh, football. We we are we are using our speed more than anything. And I think that will be our plus factor. That is what is going to work for the team. And we I think tactically we are very superior. We understand what is expected from the boys understand they will be, the execution is okay. I'm happy with what we are doing at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That will be maybe a, a plus factor for us, considering that we are playing big and strong players. 
If you remember Zambia, they were more like the same. Angola, they were also the same big and strong, but we had to use our speed. So coach, if I look at your squad, I notice that there are five players selected from the School of Excellence in Gauteng. Is that a sign that the School of Excellence is bouncing back in terms of producing top talent? I mean, we know the greats like Steven Pinar came out of that school. Is it is that a very positive sign for our football? It is positive, but at the same time, you remember, I did not really have enough time because of the COVID to work to go around the length and the breadth of South Africa. So the School of Excellence was always there. So I had to go and at least have a few players, which is really working out for us. School of Excellence is always doing good work for us. And coach, you know, the, the tournament has been expanded to 12 teams this year. Uh, outside of your group, who do you see as the, the title contenders? And does the fact that the 2021 FIFA World Cup uh, or under 17 World Cup has been cancelled, does that take a little bit of a gloss and a shine off this tournament for you? Is it, obviously, it's no longer a, a qualifier for, for a global event. It's a big disappointment on our side because our actually our planning was to go through and through to the World Cup. But now that it is not there and we find ourselves in the team that is, uh, I think, Cameroon, they are the defending champions. And um, that is a side that I think is going to really come out strong because they want to defend us. Uh, but not in our expense. We, we we really want to give it our best shot. I think Cameroon will stand a good chance of going through, but we want to give it our best shot as well. And the last question, Coach. I mean, what would you be satisfied with? Uh, semi-finals, final, winning it? Is it win, is it win at all costs? What, what's the target, the minimum target for you? If we can make it to the knockout stages, anything can happen there. But uh, I think the most important thing is to go to the next stage of the tournament and then we take it from there. Uh, We all want to win this tournament, but I cannot really put pressure on my boys to say they must go all out there and win it. We'll take game by game and we really want to see ourselves in the knockout stages. If it gets to the finals, that will be cherry on top. Next is an interview with Patricia Rajelison from Madagascar, who's hoping to win a seat on the CAF Executive Committee in one of the allocated positions that are set aside for women. She is an experienced administrator with the Malagasy Football Federation and looking to take her talents onto a bigger continental stage. Our Mauritius-based colleague, Benoit Thomas, caught up with her. So, first of all, thank you to Tosafa for giving me uh, this opportunity to express myself. And uh, thank you, uh, Benoit, for the interview. So, uh, my background is uh, I started to be in charge of uh, women's football in Madagascar since 2009, where um, they were desperately looking for uh, for a woman to be able to develop the, the program for Madagascar because mm-hmm. uh, it was a FIFA requirement at the time that uh, women should be in charge of women's football. So I started in 2009. And then the next year, I was elected at the Madagascar Executive Committee and um, still in charge of women's football, but also of marketing and um, and communication. So uh, I was uh, I started to be on COSAFA, uh, Women Executive Committee, the very first one. I think it was in 2017 or 18. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I was also uh, on CAF, uh, Women's Football Executive, uh, sorry, uh, Women's Football Commission in, uh, in 2017. And now uh, I'm not on the Madagascar Expo anymore, but I'm still involved in football with in CAF. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm uh, I'm also on the FIFA task force for uh, women uh, football prof- professionalization. So uh, 
Uh, I don't work in Madagascar anymore because I was not elected uh, on the last uh, elections, but I'm still involved at CAF and FIFA level. Okay, thank you. Uh, you have sought election to the CAF Executive Committee. What are your ultimate uh, aims? Should you win a place on the EXCO? Well, the, the, the main goal would be to, um, to implement uh, the women's football strategy that was defined last year. So uh, that, that, that really couldn't start, the implementation couldn't really start as, uh, as we had the COVID-19 that impacted uh, all, the, all the activities. So um, and also my my main objective is make sure that all the competition will will take place, you know, because uh, we have the African uh, Women Cup of Nations that was uh, cancelled uh, last year, uh, which is quite understandable because of the COVID nineteen. So the next edition will be in twenty twenty two, normally in Morocco. So um, we will have for the first time we will have twelve teams uh, on the on this competition. But uh, it is also very important that we should start to have um, youth competition, like under 20 and under 17, exactly like the like the, the men football. So um, uh, my my ultimate goal will be to have uh, a senior competition with a 16 team, mm-hmm. and also have the youth competition under 20 and uh, under 17 with uh, at least uh, 18 teams. And because it is so important that, that um, the players should have the experience of uh, international games as soon as possible. We all know that. Uh, we don't reinvent the wheel. Huh? So uh, if you want to have results in World Cups, we have to start very early. What is your view on the growth of women's football in Africa? Is enough being done? Well, yes. Um, there was a lot of progress for the last uh, 10 years, I would say. Uh, thanks to FIFA, because uh, FIFA has allocated a lot of money, uh, a lot of funding for uh, at the federation level. So uh, there is a real boost. And, uh, but it's not enough because uh, we have to, this is why I, we have to follow up. FIFA is doing a lot on uh, development, but uh, CAP should, be, should do more in terms of competition because uh, it is linked, you know, development without competition doesn't make sense. And uh, competition is also development. So it is, uh, it is uh, I would say, complementary. And uh, I would say that if FIFA is already investing a lot in terms of development, then CAP should invest more in, in competition. This is why the, is the main objective. Competition also has, of course, a lot of funding, you know, because mm. uh, we struggled a lot already to, to find a hosting country for, for women's competition. And uh, I understand because it is uh, it's quite uh, costly and uh, And women's football for the time being is not uh, is not profitable because uh, we don't have uh, the, the sponsors, we don't have uh, enough uh, audience and so on. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is a whole model that needs to be built. Um, not necessarily the same model as the men model. I guess we can uh, we can find new models because when it is linked to women, especially in Africa, uh, we, we can find other sources of funding, you know. So um, this is something we have to investigate you now because it, it is all very nice to say we, we're going to increase the competition, mm-hmm. but you have to find the, the financial sources also. Okay, thank you. So you must be, be excited about the potential of the Kosafa Women's Club Champions League that is set to kick off, I guess. Yes, of course. I mean, um, uh, you know that the national teams are great. This is the, the vitrine, as we say in mm-hmm. French. But um, uh, the players, uh, on a daily basis, they are they are under the club supervision. So uh, 
I guess the, the clubs also deserve to be to have more visibility. So yes, it is quite exciting. And it will be also an incentive for uh, all clubs uh, within the Safa region to, um, to, to, to support their, uh, their champion teams and also support their local competitions. So yes, for sure, it's, it's a huge incentive for, for, for clubs and players and uh, also a good opportunity to have better visibility uh, uh, on the continent and also internationally. And uh, you know, this is linked to the Champions League uh, project uh, that CAP as, uh, as announced, so mm -hmm. uh, we cannot launch a uh, Champions League at at continental level if we don't uh, have it at regional level. So it is it is totally linked. Uh, do you think the addition of extra places to Africa at the FIFA Women's World Cup from 2023? Yes, yes, of course. Uh, in, in fact, I expected the African uh, expected cap and African. Uh, countries to have more than uh, four slots, you know, because mm -hmm. uh, I thought that we would get five, but uh, unfortunately we didn't get it. But uh, it is it is normal because we uh, our results in uh, the previous World Cups were not good enough, I guess, to deserve the five slots. But mm -hmm. uh, we have to work hard to uh, to deserve those uh, those slots. So uh, four is it's already great because uh, before that we had three. And uh, there's a, an additional uh, slot that uh, we have to, to take advantage and, uh, and show the world that uh, we have good teams and uh, good players, yes. Okay, thank you. Thank you for your time, uh, Patricia. And uh, we wish you good luck for, for, your, for, your, for the election. Thank you. I hope it will work, you know, because it's a little bit complicated when you hear all the news uh, mm -hmm. about the presidential, the president elections. But uh, yes, I hope that we will avoid the, the females who could avoid all those uh, political issues. Our final segment this week is with Kanizat Ibrahim, who is also seeking election to the CAF Exco and one of the positions set aside for women. She was previously president of the Normalization Committee put in charge of the Comores Football Federation. And again, we thank Benoit for conducting the interview, which is in French, but followed by English translation. Bonjour, Madame Kaniza Ibrahim. Vous êtes candidate aux élections des membres du comité exécutif de la Confédération africaine de football. Pouvez-vous, s'il vous plaît, nous faire un petit rappel de votre parcours dans le football? Good morning, Madame Kaniza Ibrahim. You're running for the election of the executive committee of CAF. Can you please give us a little background as to your previous work in football? Bonjour. Je suis Kaniza Ibrahim des Îles Comores. J'étais la présidente du comité de normalisation qui a été mis en place par la FIFA en novembre 2019. J'avais après neuf mois pour ma mission, mais à cause du Covid, elle a été prolongée à 15 mois. Donc la mission consistait donc à gérer les affaires courantes de la fédération, c'est-à-dire le fonctionnement au quotidien, mais également nous occuper de l'organisation des matchs de qualification pour la Cannes 2022. Nous avions aussi à réviser les statuts de, de la fédération, le code électoral, le code éthique, et, et de telle sorte de s'assurer de leur conformité avec les, les statuts, règlements et exigences de la FIFA. On devait aussi veiller à ce qu'ils euh, soient euh, comment dire, valablement soumis au congrès de la fédération pour adoption. Euh, parmi les autres tâches, euh, nous avons aussi à réviser les statuts et le code électoral des, donc des, des ligues, parce qu'il faut savoir que les Comores est composé donc de, de trois îles, donc chaque, euh, chaque île a une, une ligue, donc la Grande Comore, Moïli et Anjon, de telle sorte que euh, 
ces statuts soient conformes au nouveau statut de la Fédération, ainsi qu'au statut et aux exigences de la FIFA, bien sûr, tout en veillant à ce qu'ils soient aussi euh, valablement soumis euh, aux ligues euh, en question pour euh, être adoptés. Et puis, en dernier lieu, nous avions donc à organiser et superviser les élections à tous les niveaux, que ce soit au niveau de la Fédération, et sur la base et des ligues, bien sûr, et sur la base de nouveaux statuts et codes électoraux. Thank you. Hello, I am Kaniza Ibrahim from Comoros Island. I was the chairperson of the normalization committee that was set up by FIFA in November 2019. I had about nine, nine months to accomplish my mission, but because of the COVID-19, it was extended to 15 months. During that period, I had to manage the day-to-day running of the federation and organize the qualifying matches of Comoros for AFCON 2022. I had also to review the statutes of the federation so as to ensure that, the, that they comply with FIFA requirements. My mission was also to organize and to supervise the election of the federation as well as the leagues. We have three islands and each one has a league. Vous êtes candidate à l'élection du comité exécutif de la CAF. Quelles, sont, quelles seront vos priorités si vous êtes élu Alors, ma priorité est de participer activement aux changements et aux réformes de, de la CAF, que la CAF a besoin. Euh, en effet, il est très important de véhiculer une bonne image du football africain en instaurant une bonne gouvernance, les bonnes pratiques et la culture du mérite. Euh, il faut savoir que la CAF devrait davantage travailler en collaboration étroite avec chaque fédération pour mieux comprendre les problématiques propres à chaque pays, parce que chaque pays est différent, et ainsi apporter aussi des solutions euh, donc les, les plus appropriées. Euh, il est primordial pour moi en tout cas de, nous, de se fixer des objectifs ambitieux, par exemple faire gagner euh, une coupe du monde euh, aux équipes nationales, aussi bien chez les hommes que chez les femmes. Et pour y arriver, il faudrait développer une politique solide de renforcement de capacité en termes, par exemple, d'infrastructures, de formation dans tous les domaines liés au développement du football. Je pense que, voilà, ce serait mes, mes premières priorités. You have sought election to the CAF Executive Committee. What are your ultimate aims should you win a place on the Exco? My priority is to actively participate in the changes and reforms that CAF needs. It is very important to convey a good image of African football by establishing good governance, good practices, and a culture of merit. CAF should work more closely with each federation to better understand the issues regarding each country. It is essential for me to set ambitious goals, such as winning a World Cup for both men and women. To achieve this, we must develop the right policy in terms of infrastructure and training. Que pensez-vous de la croissance du football féminin en Afrique? Est-ce qu'on en fait assez? What is your view regarding the growth of women's football in Africa? Is enough being done? Le football féminin se développe réellement en Afrique, mais on ne peut pas dire qu'on en a assez fait. Il faut toujours viser l'excellence et mobiliser davantage de moyens pour développer le football féminin. Et j'ai moi-même tout un programme et je compte soumettre ça à la CAF. Alors, il faut savoir que le football est en soi un prétexte d'émancipation pour les femmes sur, sur le continent africain. Donc, il faut assumer cette présence de femmes en Afrique et se battre pour qu'elles deviennent un modèle exemplaire sur tous les plans, y compris le football. Women's football is indeed developing in Africa, but we can't say that enough has been done. We must always aim for excellence and prepare more resources to develop women's football. 
I have a consistent program to, that I intend to submit to CAF. Football can be a source of emancipation for women on the African continent, and we must assume the presence of women in Africa and enable, and, and enable them to become a model in all areas, including football. Quel est votre sentiment à l'idée qu'une ligue des champions réunissant les clubs féminins de la COSAFA pourrait voir le jour cette année? You must be excited at the potential of the COSAFA Women's Club Champions League that is set to kick off. Alors, de belles initiatives de ce genre euh, ne peuvent qu'être encouragées. Donc, faire valoir l'excellence du football féminin et ainsi encourager les jeunes filles à faire du foot et, et encourager aussi les États à développer davantage le, le football féminin. Il faut, il faut faire de sorte que ce soit une priorité dans le football. Cette idée euh, donnera davantage de visibilité, bien sûr, au football féminin. Et je pense que la, ça motivera aussi les clubs et les joueuses hein, et contribue également à relever le, le niveau technique. Je, je pense aussi que cela pourrait aussi euh, attirer les sponsors dont nous avons be énormément besoin pour financer le développement du football féminin. Thank you. Great initiatives like this can only be encouraged. Promoting the excellency of women's football will first encourage young girls to play football. It will also encourage African countries to develop women's football. It will uh, motivate players and clubs to raise the level, particularly on the technical aspect. This will help attract sponsors, which will help to develop women's football. Pensez-vous que l'attribution de places supplémentaires pour l'Afrique lors de la Coupe du Monde féminine de la FIFA à partir de 2023 encouragera davantage des pays à investir dans le football? Do you think that the addition of extra places to Africa at the FIFA Women's World Cup from 2023 will encourage more countries to invest in women's football? Vous savez que l'Afrique regorge d'énormes potentiels, donc le fait d'attribuer des places supplémentaires permettrait également à l'Afrique de dévoiler ses talents. Donc oui, effectivement, ça serait une très bonne chose, car participer à une Coupe du Monde est le rêve ultime de toute une fédération. En plus, les joueuses africaines peuvent être des ambassadrices capables de faire la promotion de notre continent. Et si nos fédérations et nos États comprennent cela, davantage de ressources financières seront investies pour développer le football féminin. Thank you. Africa has enormous potential, so allocating more places will also allow Africa to develop its talents. It will also be a very good thing, especially when we know that participating in a World Cup is the dream of any federation. This will help our players to be ambassadors who are promoting our continent. If the federations and countries of Africa understand this, more financial resources will be invested in developing women's football. Madame Kaniza Ibrahim, thank you and good luck for the election. Tout le plaisir est pour moi. Je vous remercie de m'avoir invité. Thank you. It was a pleasure and thank you. That's it for another episode of the Kasafa Show. All eyes will be on Rabat on Friday when African football will decide its path for the next four years at the elective Congress. But let's not forget also the start of the under-17 Continental Championship and wish Kasafa's two representatives, South Africa and Zambia, all the best. Don't forget you can listen to more of our podcasts on Sokoladuma Radio, Kasafa.tv, Spotify and iTunes. And you can get all the latest news via our website at www.kasafa.com and on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Goodbye. Goodbye.